Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Rabbles exclusive interview with Rangers player Robbie Fraser. How's it going, mate? I'm not bad, how are you? Aye, all good, mate. It's good to have you on finally. We've obviously trying to push this one for a while, so it's good to get it over the line and finally get to speak to you. That's a pleasure. Um, Thanks for having me. Cheers, mate. Um, just how did it all start? How did you end up signing for Rangers as a young child? You know, Were you picked up from another team or were you at like, the academy? What happened? Um... I think I was four or five and I came into the community setup. I can't really remember how I got picked up. I think my dad was like, like friends with like some people and I managed to, he managed to get me in and it kind of went from there and then about seven year old I got took into the, like, the youth academy a year earlier actually. So I've trained a year up for a year. It's fantastic mate. I actually didn't realise you'd been with Rangers for that long to be honest. That's I know speaking to your dad. <laughs> yeah, I know speaking to your dad a few times, it was obviously like you were young, but I didn't realise you were like kind of that young, like in yeah. terms of you know being at the club and being part of that. Um, so what are like your early memories of being at the club from say like kind of 9, 10 onwards? What do you remember about playing? Was there any special players or was it just like enjoying playing your football? Um, I just enjoy playing my football. Obviously when you're at that age, you're with the same players for yeah. the years. So I had a real close bond with a lot of them. And then when you get to like 15, 16, you kind of start to move your separate ways and the players move on, players stay. But I've always enjoyed playing with Rangers and the trips are the trips are a good part. They're always getting trips sorted for us and going abroad is brilliant. Yeah, I know obviously over the years, you know, like so I've seen some of the stuff that you've you know been on. Like I think it was the Czech Republic a few years ago, wasn't yeah. it? He's done really well. Yeah. Um, it must be great, even from like such a young age to get to go to Spain and Italy, Portugal, the Czech Republic, Germany. I mean, what's that like as a young kid? Because it's not really something you would normally get in any other career, is it? Nah, it's so exciting when when you're a young boy, but just going away with it's your pals, really, um, and you're playing with Rangers, so it's even better. No, no, I can imagine, mate. Like it must be unbelievable to actually have 
you know, that buzz, just like every couple of months, where Rangers are saying, you know, that's great, we've arranged another trip to somewhere and you're away for five, six, seven days. It must be incredible. I can only imagine what it's like a young kid. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay, we'll move on to the kind of more important stuff, I suppose, in terms of when you became like a kind of paid employee of the club, you know, you became a professional footballer. What was that moment like for like yourself and your family to get that, you know, kind of phone call or chat to say that Rangers were going to take you on on a full-time basis? Um, it was a special feeling. Um, it's what you work for when you're younger. When you're really young, you don't really think about it. But when you start to get yeah. closer to the age, you really do think about it. And um, it is a great feeling. Um, quite privileged in a way. And I felt I deserved that because I've been here so long and I worked so hard. And I felt it was recognised as well. Is it tough at that age because you know it's... It's almost like a contest. Do you feel that is like tough when you see some of your friends getting let go, or is it just a matter of like almost being single-minded and trying to get things done yourself? You look at it both ways. Um, obviously, being with my teammates for so long, when you see someone let go, it's pretty sad. Yeah. Um, but you've got to have that that mindset of your own. Where right, this is about me. I, I've got my contract. I need to go for it now, and that so. No, I can imagine that must be difficult. I mean, I've obviously seen you from maybe like kind of 15, kind of 16, kind of started watching that kind of age group and I remember you. And there was a lot of good players in that group. It's not like there was yeah, just like kind of one team. or two. It was a great team. Yeah, and it's like it's difficult when like it gets to that summer and some guys aren't necessarily getting kept on. And But like, as like James has said and like Stephen Kelly said before, like it's not like it's the end of the world when you leave Rangers at that age group. You can go and still have a career in the game? Is there still guys that have left Rangers that you know that are, that are still playing football at that age group? Uh, well, there's a few. Um, there's a couple that had Aidan Berry and went to Kilmarnock. Yeah. I'm not sure how he's doing now with them, but um, Lewis Robertson went to Mullerwell. I think yeah. he just left them, but and then part of a friend called Lorenzo. Yeah. He's actually playing in the Lone League. So, right. yeah. So, good, yeah, look- good players. No, I think that's the thing, and that's been like one of the things the last couple of years playing in like the Challenge Cup and this season in the Lone League. It's it's strange seeing some of the guys. Um, well, I think it was Carlo played against us recently. Yeah, um, so the bottom, was, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carlo was a really good player. He was just quite small, and um, it was just kind of one of those things. Into but you look at him now, he's took that stretch. He looks like a man, and yeah. he actually like you know he's able to be more physical in these games, maybe something that you lack at the younger age when you're so small, like you just don't have that physicality to cope, you know, with some of the opposition, because you see that, don't you? Oh. you know, a couple of over the years, like some of these teams can be huge, and some, sometimes other boys can be quite small compared to them. Aye, that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll move on to the kind of sort of period where like you're obviously starting to play for trophies, you're starting to play for winning things. What was that like playing for like the under-17s, under-18s, and also, how special was that group? Um, it brings a different side out of you. Um, yeah. When you're when you're younger, you're, you're still playing with Rangers, you're not really playing for anything major. And then when you get to a professional stage, like a professional age, um, yeah. it's a lot different. Um, that winning mentality has to really show on you. You really you need to have it when you play with Rangers. Yeah. And it's a great feeling. And obviously, we, we did win the league in that the two, two years in a row. So... Good. Sorry about that noise there, mate. That was my cat whacking up on top of the bed there. So <laughs> he's a big pest. He's like that at this time of the day. Um, 
See, even like you won the league for Rangers under 18 level, is that like a special feeling as well? Or does it just feel like that's just like one step along in the pathway to becoming a first team player? I would say both. Because that's definitely a step in the right direction to where you want to be, and that's the Rangers first team. Yeah. But as one and as it's right in the DNA of Rangers. So that is that is the first step in the professional ladder into what into win the league. That's a great feeling. So what was it like at that point? Because that was kind of, you know, one of the things I was talking to you kind of prior to the pod. You obviously kind of moved position kind of roughly during that period. What was it like to go from being what you'd primarily been most of your career, a central midfield player, to becoming a left-back? Was that tough to kind of change over like that? Or did you not really think that much about it? Um, when I when I first got told and I got moved there, wasn't really sure at first. Um, obviously, shocked to the system. Um, being in midfield for seven and eight years, but um, the more and more I played there, I really took to it, and I'm flying now, as you can see, and as everybody I hope can see, and I'm really enjoying it, and I do see myself as a fullback. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's it's really difficult to, you know, as a supporter, you just watch the games a lot of the time. Whereas I've obviously seen you for a while, and so is a lot of the other guys that go to the academy games. So it's not easy to just kind of shift from a natural position that you spent all those years training in to all of a sudden becoming a left-back. And I know, speaking to James Maxwell about it, he found it quite difficult to start off with. But then the more that you play it, the more you train in it, it just becomes quite natural. What's been like the biggest thing for you playing left-back? Like, Have you seen a change to your game because you're a full-back now? Well, I, when I played midfield, I, was, I like to be a little creative and to take, to take the play. So I feel like I still have that at left back. I'm a good pass of the ball. I like to create chances in that. But see the physical part of my game, like moving to left back, like my pace in that, my strength, my one v one defending, and one v ones attacking. I feel that's just went straight through the roof. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I think I can't remember who it was that said it at one of the games we were at, one of the lone league games. But somebody actually said they thought you'd actually gain some pace playing as a left back. And to be honest with you. It wasn't really something I'd really thought about because I always thought you were quite fast as it was. Yeah. But then, because somebody said that, I actually watched you in the next couple of games and it, it did look as though you gained a bit of pace. Is that something that you'd worked on yourself? Worked all the time. Um, yeah. was doing extra gym work, um, especially that first year when I had to transition to left-back. I had to, obviously, with running, you have to be you have to be pretty quick to play full-back. Not necessarily, but I, I would say you need to be and um, I was always speaking to the sports science people, doing extra leg sessions, upper body sessions. I still, I still do it now, obviously, but um, especially that first year, and it's paying off. No, I think that's it's strange, isn't it? Like I suppose when you grow up and you've got an idea of where your position is, but it seems to be happening quite a lot now. Is that something that you notice within the academy, even from a younger age, that like a different coach can come in and then all of a sudden he might see you in a different position? That's, that's, that's what happens in the game. Um, opinions can change things. Like one coach could say, I'm still a midfielder. Then all one says, I'm a left-back. It, it, just, yeah. it just happens. It's just how it goes. Yeah. You can understand. I mean, I think it's just, I suppose it's just the nature of football, isn't it? You're just like everybody else. You're, you're a paid employee. So if they say you need to go and play left-back, and that's where you end up playing, it's not like you can really say much about it unless you want to go and play somewhere else. But you know, clearly you're a big Rangers fan. You know, you love being at this football club. What's the feeling like in 
like the big games we are playing against Aberdeen and Celtic? Is it just like that same buzz as a supporter, or do you kind of like move away from that because you're a player? There's still that same buzz that we bit, but you, you don't have to control it. You have to you have to be mature about it when you get into the game, and you just have to go in and do your job really. I'm sorry, I can get overexcited. Yeah, 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 because it's bad enough just sitting in the stand trying to see <laughs> so I can imagine what it's like. I was trying to think back, have you ever actually scored against Celtic in any games from like 16 upwards? Um, I've not actually, no. No, because I couldn't think, like, I know I was trying to kind of rack my brains as to maybe if you'd scored in these games, but I couldn't remember, but I just thought I would double check. In the young days, I used to score against them a lot. Right. But now it's like because you're at left back, it's not as easy to get as high up nah, the pitch. Creating this thing. <laughs> right mate obviously this season's been a big change at the academy obviously we don't have like sort of reserve team football as it was known or B team football whatever you want to call it what's it been like getting used to playing in the lowland league what's the what's been the biggest change for you going from playing like 18s football to playing in the lowland league oh, there's a step up in physicality um, age as well yeah and just the cute sides of the game I mean, you're playing against experienced season pros who have played 10, 15 years experience in the SPL and Championship and that. I mean, I was playing against Chris Erskine, yeah. right. well, that, that just that sums it up. He's 37 and he, he's, a, he's a top player. He still is, he still is a great player. Yeah. Um, but you yeah, the cute sides of the game. Um, even when we're watching other teams' clips and like, analysis, even when the ball goes out of play, they take their time. They're so they manage the game so well, and we've had to we've had to, we've had to adapt to that. And I felt we have. I felt we have. I mean, I know obviously you obviously missed out in the first game of the season, um, and then you came into the game. It was the second game, wasn't it? I think Spartans, you played. Yeah. Yes, Martins. And I think I actually posted after the match. I thought you were a man of the match. You, I don't know. Like it, it was as though you'd like your angry head on, you know, because like you were kind of thinking to yourself, like, I should have started that first game, which I like. Because I think every player should want to play every single minute, every single right. game. Right. And I did, I said to your dad, I said, that's probably one of your best ever performances. Did you think that as well? Or did you just think that was you going out to do your job? No, I would say so. I'd say so. Um, everything just kind of clicked. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was, I, was, I was obviously disappointed the week before, or the game before. Yeah. But I, I didn't really change my, my thought process going the game. I just went out and do my job and Obviously, it did, did appear to be a great performance. and yeah. But I always have high expectations of myself. Um, I know the levels I can reach in games, and that's the level I want to hit in every game. Yeah, the next question I was going to ask, obviously, in recent weeks, you've managed to bag a few goals, including a, a flying header, which even shocked, I think, your dad, to be honest. I know. Um, <laughs> what's that like to be that kind of player? Obviously, when you look at the first team, with Borna Barisic, James Tavernier, Calvin Bassey, Nathan Patterson. Is that something that you're striving towards as well, to get in the box a bit more and to score some more goals? Definitely. I think the way Rangers play now is the full-backs have a lot of... a lot. They need to be attacking more. That yeah. A lot of their game has to be in the attacking side now, because the wingers are still, still on the pitch. So there's a lot of emphasis on us to be in the box, creating chances, assisting, scoring. And... Thankfully, I've actually been providing in that way in the past few games. Yeah, and I think that's one of the big things now. Obviously, 
you know, there's a lot of stats-based information coming out now about football. Certainly when I was younger, it was just whoever scored the goal. I mean, nobody really cared about who assisted it or who had ran like 10 kilometres in the game or whatever. You know, that didn't really seem like a big thing. See, for you personally, is that something that you take note of after every game? Or is it something you just know yourself from playing within the game? No, I, I, I take a note. I, I'm always thinking about um, uh, yeah. what my scores, like my assisting, my scoring. Um, I think I've got five or six goal contributions and I think it's nine league games, which is, not, which is actually pretty decent for a fullback. Absolutely. So hopefully I, I can maintain that. So even like also when you're doing like the sort of analysis or the breakdown after the game, is there anything that you look for in particular because maybe you've worked on it that week for that particular game? Or is it just a matter that you just keep working sort of repetitively on trying to improve your overall game? Um, I'm obviously looking to improve my whole game. But um, we, we do IPT look sheets every few months. So sometimes I emphasise that a lot when I'm looking right. at my analysis. So, so one week, uh, one month I might have um, my receiving of the ball outside my hips. So see when I'm looking at analysis work, I'll really focus looking at that. I mean, what's it like now being like a young player at Rangers at that level? Is it just a matter of getting up in the morning, you go to training, you're at the academy for a good part of the day, then you're home and relaxing? Or are you on a kind of schedule almost that the club want you to do certain things at certain times? What's it like now? Um, well, it's a lot of... It's, everything's timed. Everything's yeah. like a time of the day. So we come in at a certain time, breakfast certain time analysis, team meetings, training, lunch. It's all, everything's just easy in a way. <laughs> um, but we're, we're footballers, so um, we put the work in. Yeah, do you think that some people actually understand like how much time you actually put in like during the week in terms of like the training, the analysis, the breakdowns, the games, setting up systems, formations? Do you think people really can understand how much goes in even at the lowly league level? I don't think they do. Nah, um, it's it's difficult um, to always be on it, constant, constant. But um, we have to be striving to be like that all the time, and it's it's why we're at Rangers. It's why we're such a big club because yeah. we're always getting better at what we do. No, and I think that's exactly the right answer, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, obviously, you're now seeing some of the guys getting their opportunity in the first team. What was it like when you seen like a lot of the boys in the B team like going to Armenia and sitting on the bench? Is that something you look at and think that you would like to be the next one of those guys to be on the bench in one of these big games? I would love to be the next one. I'm working every day to be that next one and get my opportunity. But when I seen some of their names on that, I was I was delighted for them. Yeah. Um, really close with them. Um, talked to them every day. I wish them well. Um, and they deserve it. They deserve it. Um, because as, as a whole team, we're really doing well. So anybody can make that step up. So I was just going to pick up on the kind of next thing that you've obviously just kind of talked about. Like, what is the ambition for this season? I know you obviously don't like to come out and say that we want to win the league or whatever, but is it just a matter of, like, before every game, like, your mindset is that we're going to go out and win the game? It doesn't matter if it's, like, sort of Dumbarton, who are a League One club, or it's one of the teams in the lower league. Is that just the constant mindset now? Oh, it's the mindset all the time. No matter what age group you play for, you got to go and try and win every game. Uh, there's no different other mindset than like, if you're a Rangers player, you got to win every game. You got to yeah. want to win every game, no matter who we're playing. Um, 
obviously we've had a couple of easier fixtures recently, but we still had to go and win. They were in front of us. We got we had to go and win. Um, but now the next few games are a real test, real test, and that, this will see where we're at. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Obviously, we've got a kind of wee, kind of tough run of games coming up. I suppose you would say in terms of. Uh, Bonnie Rig Rose are obviously top of the league. You know, it's going to be an away game. Yeah. I think, as I said on like the academy pod, it's probably going to be the first time that maybe we go to an away game and there's probably more of the home fans. Whereas at a lot of the kind of away games so far, there's been a good amount of Rangers fans supporting the lads. But you get to throw in against Bonnie Rig Rose, it's going to be a bit, you know, you're probably going to get a bit. Is that yeah. something that like you look forward to? That, you know, you're maybe going to get a wee bit for the, like, the fans at these games? Or is it, or do you just blank it out almost? I mean, before the game, thinking about it, it gives me a wee buzz. Right. But see, when I go out on the pitch, you just got to pack that to one side, focus on your game, focus on the team, and hopefully try and get the result where we want. Yeah. I mean, even looking to like, the Air United game in the Cup, that's obviously a good championship team. If they decide to play their strongest 11, what kind of test is that for the guys, you know, in terms of like the quality of opposition? Because it's probably the best team that we might play this season, potentially. And that, that's that's an exciting time. Um, when we get told we were getting there, oh, it gives it gave the players a, a real buzz. Yeah. Um, we're all we're all 17, 18, 19 year olds, still learning our trade. They're all th- top 30, 35 season professionals. They're in the championship for a reason. They're a good side. Um, and I'm no doubt they'll have aspirations in the coming years to try and push for the SPL if they can. Um, but we're really looking forward to that because we want to go and impose ourselves in the game. Yeah. and ultimately the water go one. Yeah, so I, and I think that's it, isn't it? Like it doesn't matter who it is. It's as you said earlier, like you're at Rangers, so there's that expectation regardless of where these teams are that you should be winning the game. See when you look at like the SPFL Trust or the old Challenge Cup, is that something that you feel that like this team is possibly going to go and win, given that in previous you know, kind of spells we've did well getting to the semi-final, etc. Is that something you look at, or do you just take it game by game? Um, well, obviously at the end we want to go and win it, but we yeah. take it game by game. But of course our aspirations are to go and win it. Um, every competition we go into, we always strive to, to go and win it, really. What is, like, your thought moving forward? Is it to try and just get into the first team terms of like sort of training with them every day and then take that next step or do you think possibly like a loan deal would be something that you'd be considering moving forward or is that just like you'll wait and see what happens when it comes? Um, I, I guess we'll see how this year goes um, with a loan because I'm doing really well and it's, it's benefiting me but if we get closer to the time and I hope to be a part obviously the first step would be training with them being involved with them I've, I've done it a few times so far but I want to be really with them yeah. more regularly. Um, but a loan deal could be possible. Who knows? You, you never really know until you get to the end of the season and you see um, what's going to happen with you, like if I'm still with the B team or if I'm going to get to the first team. Or... Yeah, I mean, just kind of one of the last questions. When you look at like somebody like Robbie McCrory, I know you're obviously not the kind of same age as Robbie, but like you look at what he's had to do, like go and play in like, League 2 with Berwick and then a couple of spells in the championship. If the club said to you, look, you need to go out and loan to the championship for a season, is that something you would be more than happy to do just to get more first-team experience at that next level? Yeah, I would be happy to do it. I mean, Robbie's a prime example. He's yeah. 
he's been out had his two, three, four years where he's had out and loan and he's come back and he's, he's done extremely well this week. Um so yeah, that, that's definitely something I would I would uh, want to do if the opportunity arised. If I wasn't gonna get straight in the first team like, like I would like to. Yeah. Um I guess we'll see. Great. I, I really appreciate you coming on, mate. It's been great. You know, I mean, it's an interesting kind of like look at what it's like to be an academy player and the kind of difference that you know maybe people don't see. I mean, basically, what you're doing at the B team is what the first team pretty much do. You know, all the analysis, all the breakdowns of the games, all the training sessions. You know, you're constantly looking at your own performance. I hope moving forward, mate, you just keep improving because actually, I've always been a fan. Um, I know sometimes your dad thinks I'm just kind of bamming him up saying that I think you're a good player, but I genuinely do believe it. Um, Thank you. But hopefully get to see you over the coming weeks playing as well, mate. And uh, all the best for the rest of the season. I'm sure I'll see you at some point when everything calms down with COVID and everything can get back to normal, mate. So really appreciate you coming on. Thanks very much. No bother. I appreciate that. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.